Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's talk about the top eight because while it's not really, it technically is, but while it's not really locked in, set in stone, I sort of want to have a chat about the teams that have made it this year, the teams that haven't, um, and just go through how this final series is going to go. So... We'll start off with the Brisbane Broncos. I mean, to you know, have a really shocking end to the year last year, but mostly have a good year last year for the most part, other than the end. For the most part, they had a really good year. Um, obviously, the back end of the year, they had a shocker. People were like, how is this team going to come into the following year? So much drama around the club, around the coach. And they turned it around, and they have a really successful year. They're Looking to win the minor premiership as well over the Panthers, which is crazy, particularly with how dominant the Panthers have been over the past three years, even when they lost the comp to Melbourne, how dominant Penrith have been. It has been sensational. So um, for the Brisbane Broncos to be doing what they're doing at the moment, 18 wins, five losses. They've won one extra game, you know, compared to the Panthers. Panthers' six losses this year is crazy as well, particularly with the dominant stretch they had uh, last year when they won the comp is crazy as well. But uh, the Brisbane Broncos, for them to, you know, be the minor premiers at the moment is some crazy, crazy stuff. So well done to the Broncos. 42 points at the moment. Panthers, as we said, Panthers to have six losses this year. Now, that is not much at all compared to some of the other teams. Um, but, you know, we're looking at last year when I think they only had three or four losses, if that, um, the Penrith Panthers last year. And those were when they had people rested or injuries in the side. Other than that, they were winning most of their games, even when they had, you know, your Burtons or, um, you know, other guys coming into the side. They always managed to be able to have that next man up mentality, which they still semi-do, and win games. Um, but they've lost six this year, which is big for the Panthers. They're still very dominant. They're still probably the premiership favorite, but it's just, you know, it's very interesting to see how, you know, close the competition is this year. It is very, very close. It's the closest it's been in ages, and it's so out of nowhere compared to the past few years where the top eight's been the top eight, and everyone under that was just fucking pleb, absolute pleb. Um, You know, we all... I'd go, I'd go as far as to say the top four was the top four and everyone below that was even pleb. Um, and by pleb, I mean, you know, fucking peasant, I guess, compared to the top four. The top four was always like set in stone and, and everyone else was sort of, it was, you know, I guess they were somewhat equal. Obviously, everyone out of the top eight last year was, you know, deservingly so out of the top eight, whereas everyone in the top eight was playing good football. There's teams in the bottom eight that are playing fucking outstanding. Like Parramatta against the Panthers was great. Uh, Roosters have just started to get on a bit of a wing streak. They could still make the top eight realistically, and we'll talk about that in a second because obviously there's a post coming out today, um, you know, targeted at that. But yeah, look, I mean, with how close the competition is this year, it's crazy. Uh, Panthers, six losses, insane stuff. Um, I mean, the most surprising one this year has been the Warriors. Obviously, you know, being third, fourth, last, last year. Um, you know, they were starting to win a few games at the back end of the year, but definitely wasn't much. Then they come in and kill it um, this year. And, 
38 points. I mean, four points behind the Broncos, two points behind the Panthers. Who would have expected that? Only one win short of being equal with the Panthers, the Warriors. That is insane. And I guess, and I think Guru made a good point the other day on Bloke in a Bar. When they're up in this upper echelon of teams, you've got to compare them to the upper echelon of teams. So... I guess we've got to start comparing the Warriors to Penrith now and uh, have a look at their finals run. I'll, I'll get up the structure of last year's finals run um, so we can sort of get an idea of who's going to verse who in the finals, if the top eight stays how it is now. But let's obviously talk about all the other teams. So Melbourne, I mean, everyone expected Melbourne to be in the top eight. Did I expect Melbourne to be in the top four at the end of the year with how they were sort of tracking? Not really, but I mean, Melbourne's Melbourne. You can't really, you know discredit Melbourne at all because they are that team that is always in the contest, every contest. That's just Melbourne. Uh, You can never, never doubt Melbourne. They always come back in big ways. In the top four is massive, and it's it's not really what I expected with, you know, how many injuries they had. I mean, Jerome Hughes, I think, has been out three or four times this season with different injuries. Um, You know, They've had a ton of injuries and a ton of guys suspended as well. I think Nelson's been out a few times this year as well. There's a few guys at the top of my head that have been out. I mean, the forward pack losses that they've had as well. I mean, they lost Jesse and Kenny Bromwich. They lost Felice Galfusi. Um, you know, the, the size in their forward pack decreased, you know, rapidly. They have a very small forward pack still. They have struggled with that this year. They could struggle with that in finals. Um but yeah, look, I mean, I guess it's very it's very Melbourne to be where they are at right now uh, in the top four. So, I mean, credit to Melbourne with what they've done, to be honest. Not many people think about how crazy it is that they're in the top four at the moment. Yes, Melbourne's Melbourne, but with everything that's happened, I mean, that's outstanding. Ryan Pappenhausen as well being out for the whole year and they're still in the top four. I mean, that's amazing stuff. Uh, Newcastle. Look, they're the team that I sort of expected to be in and around the bottom of the top eight. Didn't expect them to be fifth. 13 wins, nine losses. I mean, they're not too far down the track behind Panthers. They have five uh, less wins than Penrith, the Newcastle Knights. And this is a side that was out of the top eight completely last year. Uh, coming in and, you know, being fifth. And again, we just go back to how close the competition is this year. Um, I mean, the Knights are doing a terrific job. Obviously, Cal and Pong are a big part of that, particularly at the back end of the season when they've started to have a real surge. Um, the Sharkies, I mean, 32 points in this competition, one point behind the Knights, um, obviously eight points behind the Panthers. Good stuff from the Cronulla Sharks. They have had a bit of a 50-50 past few weeks. Um, But yeah, look, I mean, they're playing good football sort of at the moment. They were unlucky to have Nico Hines out. They got flogged on the weekend. Um, But yeah, look, I mean, they're going to be competitive in this final series if they have Nico Hines. If they have Nico Hines, they're going to be competitive in this final series. I'm keen to see if Will Kennedy comes back into this side and when. And how, to be honest, as well, because Connor Tracy's doing a decent job at fullback. 
Does Connor Tracy maybe go to a wing or a centre? You know, you keep him in this side. I'd definitely make the argument so. You know, he's been fantastic over the past few weeks, Connor Tracy. And when he's come into this side, you know, regularly this year, he has been great as well. So he's a guy that I'd be considering keeping in the team as well. How does Will Kennedy come back into this team, though? That's going to be an interesting one. Overall, though, I mean, the Sharkies, they did a pretty decent job this season in the top eight. We're not going to do a full season review of each team uh, and obviously not a preview into the next year either. Obviously, that's for the off-season and it's definitely not the off-season yet. We're getting into the juicy part of the season now. Uh, so we're just sort of, I guess, clouding over uh, the seasons that these guys in the top eight have had. Uh, the Raiders, I mean, a very interesting season from them. They've had a very, I guess, successful stint, you know, a few weeks ago. They've sort of mellowed out a little bit. Uh, I guess they're saving their peaking, I would hope, for finals. They are preparing for next year, though, which is quite interesting. Obviously, Jack White being named in the centers yet again uh, this week, which is very interesting. Obviously, they're preparing for when Matt Frawley, I guess, will be the 5'8 going into next year. I'm very surprised they didn't try and get Brad Schneider back. I mean, he's had a ton of experience in uh, the Super League. He has had a lot of success in the Super League as well. Obviously, on his debut, kicked a winning field goal. Um, you know, he has had a ton of success over there in the Super League for Hull. I think he's playing for Hull at the moment. Um, all I know is that I've read a few articles. He is having a great time in the Super League. But he is off contract and the team, are, you know, have had a lot of signings. I think for next year was the article I read. So the Panthers are interested. Very surprised. I haven't heard anything from the Raiders if the Raiders are interested in getting him back and playing him at six for next year. I thought he was okay for the games that he did come in, Brad Schneider. I really did. Um, Obviously, I I guess Frawley has been great as well when he's come into this side. I think he's on the older side of the spectrum, though, in terms of, you know, some of the second string halves that they do have in that side. I've got to look it up now. But I'm pretty sure he is on the older side of the spectrum there in terms of their depth in halves. He's 28 years old. It's actually not as bad as I thought it was thought it would be. He's one year younger than Jamal Fogarty. Jamal Fogarty, 29 years of, of age. Obviously, Joseph Tarpanay the same. Fuck me. Okay. They've got much more experienced side than what I had thought. Yeah, 28 years of age there for um, Matt Frawley. So he is, you know, reaching the peak part of his career. I don't mind that for next year. Matt Frawley and Jamal Fogarty. Jamal Fogarty being 30 years of age to next year. Very, peaked very late. A very similar career to that of a Cody Walker where he comes in late. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, very keen to see how Jamal Fogarty goes next year. Again, not a preview or a review of this year, a preview of next year. This is purely just talking about this year uh, and, you know, that these sides are in the top eight. Raiders had a very successful stint and it's obviously put them in good stead to be in the top eight um, come finals time. And then here's the big one. Eighth, South Sydney Rabbitohs. They have had a fucking terrible end to the year. A terrible end to the year. They're almost even for wins and losses. 12 wins, 11 losses. Three buys as well. Uh, Most teams have had three buys. Every team in the top eight has had three buys. Uh, 12 wins, 11 losses, and most of those losses coming over the past few weeks as well for South Sydney. They've had a really bad end to the year, and Latrell Mitchell being out for the last game does not help in a must-win, whereby the Cowboys or the Roosters could potentially be in the top eight. The Roosters need Rabbitohs to lose against them. 
And obviously the Cowboys to lose against the Panthers, which is very, very likely. Although Cowboys to get into the top eight, it would be very, very Cowboy for them to beat the Panthers in a must-win game. Um, Potentially Nathan Cleary could be out as well. Obviously if Brisbane lose, I think that Cleary will play. If Brisbane win then Cleary will be rested and Brisbane will have the minor premiership. I think that's how it's going. I think I heard that on NRL 360. So Roosters still a very big chance to make the top eight. All they need to do is win and win well against South Sydney and then pray to the heavens above uh, for a very likely outcome that is Cowboys to lose. So Roosters, big chance of making the top eight, peaking late as well. They've had a very good end to the year. It's pretty much the reverse, I guess, of South Sydney. South Sydney have been going really well as soon as the origin period ended. South Sydney have been going dog shit. Uh, as for the Roosters, obviously, when it's mattered and when they've needed to peak, they have, and they've that's been through Drew Hutchison over the past few weeks. Obviously, Sam Walker having a blinder last week and obviously the week before that in New South Wales Cup as well. Peaking at the right time, the Roosters, I believe they should have Tedesco back, either that or Manu at fullback. Uh, actually, I don't know. I don't know if Tedesco's back, to be honest. There he is. He's back, Tedesco. Um, he's back at fullback. Manu has been named, could be an out. Uh, guys to come in for Manu could be that of Corey Allen again this week. Drew Hutchison, we've seen come into center a few times. Wouldn't mind that at all, to be honest, with how he has impacted this team as well. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, very interesting stuff for the Roosters. They need to win, obviously, against the South Sydney Rabbitohs to get a spot in the eight. If South win, Cowboys and Roosters' dreams put to bed pretty much indefinitely, uh, and South Sydney will be in the finals. But it is a must-win for South Sydney. It is a must-win for the Roosters, and it is a must, must, must win for the Cowboys. Can the Cowboys beat the Panthers? We'll have to wait and see. Um but yeah, there you go. I guess that's your rundown of the top eight. And you've got to include the Cowboys and the Roosters in that convo. Uh, a bit more Cowboys dribble. I guess they've started, sort of started play on and off footy. I mean, they haven't been very successful and they haven't been very awful either. They've sort of been in between, but they have been winning a few games. They're on the same as South Sydney at the moment and so are the Roosters. 12 wins, 11 losses. Um so, yeah, look, I mean, they're quite even in pretty much all of those categories. It just depends on who beats who uh, going into this weekend, which makes for this weekend a little bit more juicy. Now, Cowboys aren't resting anyone. Roosters aren't resting anyone. South Sydney aren't resting anyone. Only out for South Sydney is that of Latrell Mitchell due to suspension. Um, obviously, the Roosters are missing Jared, obviously, in the judiciary as I'm recording this tonight, but it doesn't look good. Obviously, Corey Horsburgh, I've already heard, is out for multiple weeks already. Um, so, yeah, look, not looking good for Jared. I don't think he's going to be able to play. I'm very happy to be proven wrong, obviously, recording this the night before, as always, as well. So, uh, I'll just have to wait and see, I guess. I won't make, be making too many comments uh, before I find out the actual result. And I'll be definitely keeping a tab open on NRL uh, to sort of have a look at that as well. Now, let's have a look at the schedule for the finals. I'm going to get that up right now and I shall be right back. All right, now I should know this off by heart, but obviously I have had a bit of a mind blank, so I've got it up in front of me, so I'm 100% sure of how this final series works. So, finals week one, 
Uh, it is first, and the first it's the team in first will be playing at home against the team in fourth. So at the moment, uh, as the ladder stands right now, the Broncos will be versing the Melbourne Storm in finals week one. Uh, then obviously fifth and fifth, the team in fifth will be at home. They will verse the away team in eighth. That is, so fifth and eighth, fifth and eighth is the Knights v. the Rabbitohs, Cowboys or Roosters. So whoever wins out of that one. Uh, then obviously the team in sixth, will verse the team in seventh. The team in sixth will be at home. That will be against the, that will be at the moment the Sharks v the Raiders, uh, and then obviously the team in second will te- verse the team in third. And the team in second will be at home. That will be at the moment the Panthers v the Warriors, which will be a massive game. And this is how the ladder stands right now. So this is how the ladder stands right now. This isn't how the ladder stands, um, obviously, going into next week. Could be a little bit different next week, but I imagine it'll be very, very similar. So look, finals week two. That means that the team that wins out of first and fourth will go on to the following week. They'll have the week off and they'll go into the straight into the preliminary finals. I cannot speak. Preliminary finals. There we go. Uh, the team that wins out of second and thir- uh, third will also go straight to the preliminary finals. They will both be at home. So, for example, if the Broncos beat the Melbourne Storm, the Broncos get the week off and they get the home game in the preliminary finals. If the... Um, let me just have a quick look at the ladder. If the Panthers beat um, the, uh, the Warriors then obviously the Panthers will have the week off. The Warriors will go on to the next game, and that's we'll get into that in a second. So the team in fourth, being the Melbourne Storm, they lose to the Brisbane Broncos. They go on to the next week, which is the semifinals. They will be at home, and they will burst the team that wins out of fifth and eighth. So Melbourne realistically could verse one of either the Knights or the Rabbitohs. Let's say it's the Knights. So the Knights will go on to verse the Melbourne Storm. Uh, and then whoever wins out of that one will be the away team who versus the uh, the Penrith Panthers. All right. This graph is really fucking confusing me. Anyway, so let's just go back. Let's, let's, let's go back a step. So uh, Broncos win. They get the week off. Obviously, then the Panthers win. They get the week off. So they'll be both playing at home in the preliminary finals. Then, obviously, Melbourne will go on to the following week to be at home versing the either or of the Knights or the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Realistically, it'll be the Knights. So, Melbourne v. the Knights. Then, obviously, the, uh, the Penrith Panthers will get the week off. And the team in third, which is the Warriors, will go on to the following week. They'll be at home and they will verse either 6th or 7th, either 6th or 7th, which is the Sharks or the Raiders. I'm going to go on a limb here and say it's going to be the Sharks. So they go on to verse the Sharks, the Warriors. I reckon Warriors would win that one. So then the Warriors would go on to the next week where they would verse the Broncos. So it would be Warriors and Broncos, and then it would be uh, the uh, Brisbane Broncos taking... No, it wouldn't. It would be the Penrith Panthers taking on... Um, the I need to go back and have a look at this one. It would, uh, Melbourne Storm. So then let me like, let me get the ladder predictor up. Let me get the ladder predictor up. This is so much simple with the ladder predictor. I'm looking at the graph. It's fucking confusing me. Let's go straight to the good old fashioned ladder predictor. So, 
Uh, fuck that. Round 27. Let's go to finals week one. So Broncos v. Melbourne. I am going to go the Broncos to win that one. Knights v. Rabbitohs. I am going to go for the Knights to win that one. Sharks v. Raiders. I'm going to go for the Sharkies to win that one. Panthers v. Warriors. I'm going to go for the Panthers to win that one. Finals week two. Storm v. Knights. I am going to go for the... That's actually a hard one. That is a hard one. I reckon that it's going to be a tough game with Ponga in the side. I think that's going to be a tough game. I'm going to go for Melbourne because uh, I think Melbourne will grind that game out, maybe even put a little bit of a score on it, or it will be a very tight game. Obviously, Knights did beat Melbourne earlier in the year. So, again, tight game. Warriors v. Sharks. I'm going to go the Wars if the Wars are at home. Finals week three, Broncos v. the Warriors. I'm going to go for the Broncos to win that one and obviously the Panthers to beat Melbourne. And that takes us to a Broncos-Panthers grand final. I think that was the most simplest that I've explained that uh, without using the graph. Uh, So that's how it would work if you sort of understood all of that dribble and yarn around how the final series works out. Um, but yeah, look, very interesting stuff. Obviously, it will be either the South Sydney Rabbitohs, Cowboys, or Roosters in the eight. Uh, if I had to put uh, money on it right now, I would say it's probably going to be the Roosters just quietly. I think that they will win against the Rabbitohs without Latrell, and it hurts me as a South fan to say that, but I think they'll beat the Rabbitohs without Latrell, and I think the Cowboys will lose to the Panthers, a full-strength Panthers side that want the minor prem. I think they're going to get smoked, the Cowboys, and that means the Roosters will be the team in eighth, which is a massive turnaround as well for the Roosters, which is awesome stuff. But there you go. That's my little top eight rundown. Hope you enjoyed it. Oh,